What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Welcome to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790-KABC. If you have a legal question and you'd like it to ask it on the air, call the station right now at 1-800-222-5222. 1-800-222-5222. If this is the first time you're tuning into the program, welcome. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti. Um, I am an attorney in Southern California and my practice specializes um, in making sure that my clients have the proper legal documents for the day that they pass away or, God forbid, become incapacitated. And if you don't have a plan in place, the state of California has one for you. And trust me, you are not going to like that plan. So every week, I'm live 7 to 8 p.m. on Talk Radio 790 KBC going over some important topics about how you can prepare for the unexpected. And as always, everybody's case is different. So consult with an attorney in the state that you live in to get more information about what you need to do. The information on this show is general in nature and it's not to give you specific advice, but just an understanding of why Estate planning is important. And when I talk about estate planning, I mean having a revocable trust, will, financial power of attorney, medical power of attorney. These are all important documents to have. And unfortunately, many Americans either don't know that they need these documents or know that they need the documents, but unfortunately uh, don't properly plan. And before um, uh, something bad happens, uh, They don't have these documents and it could create a lot of turmoil and frustration for your family members when that you leave behind. And the last thing you want to do is to leave your estate in a position where the court has to get involved. And I'm going to go into that a little deeper throughout the program. But if you want to get more information about me, you can visit my website, barutilaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. All of our information is on the KABC website under shows. Just click on Love, Death, and Money, and it will take you to our iTunes program. Um, If you've missed any of the prior shows, you can click on it and listen at your own time. And if you want to pick up a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money, an Amazon bestseller, you can go on Amazon.com. This is a legal guide for women. The title of the book is Love, Death, and Money, A Woman's Guide to Legally Protecting Yourself. It's an easy-to-understand guide on how you can protect yourself during different stages of life. The first part of the book goes over the importance of estate planning, and the second part is real-life cases and traps to avoid with individuals who planned for the future and some who did not. And hopefully you can take away from it um, one thing. If you can take away one uh, lesson from that book, then the book served its purpose. It's, a again, an easy-to-understand guide. I understand that this information can become very overwhelming. And I've been doing this for almost 12 years, so for me, it's second nature. But sometimes I understand that when I'm 
going over these concepts or these topics, um, it's like I'm speaking a different language. So this book is for you to read at your own pace. And the consensus has been after reading this book, people are afraid. And although the book is directed towards women, men also pick up the book and that information can be useful. Um, It doesn't mean that you can't read it if you are a a man. But um, at that time, I wrote the book in 2018. Um, I saw a trend during during meetings with clients where women were coming in and they didn't have any idea where their assets were, how much they had, or who's their financial advisor. And And that was alarming to me. And because women outlive men, it is important to have these end-of-life conversations before something bad happens. So again, the name of the book is Love, Death, and Money, and you can pick up a copy on Amazon.com. Now, 70% of Americans don't have a plan. And like I mentioned, if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you. And the reason it's important to not go with the state's plan is because they may not know what is beneficial for your family. That's number one. They don't know the the dynamics of your family relationships. Uh, they are not really invested in making sure that um, your estate is necessarily properly handled. And what I mean by that is they're not going to sit and talk to your family and try to figure out the dynamics or if you know somebody has alcohol, drug problems, sit there and guide them on how to spend the money. I mean, the court systems have an overflow of cases and probate the department where it handles someone's estate that didn't have a plan. It's probate court. It's it's flooded with cases. I mean, after the pandemic, um, there was a we already had a backlog of cases specifically in L.A. County. But when you um, mix in a pandemic and people dying and not being prepared for end of life. There are multiple cases that were being filed on the daily of individuals that passed away because of COVID or for whatever reason. And there was a point in time at the beginning of the pandemic where um, the coroner's office was so far behind. They It, it took weeks, months to issue death certificates Um, So probate court in general takes six months to two years. And when you mix in a pandemic and backlog and understaffed um, in in courts, it can take a long time. So you don't want your family to go with the state's plan because the state's plan is going to require you to go through court. And that's why I advocate for anybody listening over the age of 18 and you have assets And let me be specific. When I say assets, I'm not talking about you need to be a multimillionaire to create a plan. You just need to have assets, your bank accounts, real estate. Real estate doesn't have to be paid off. If you have a mortgage, you still have equity in your home. So you don't want it to go through probate. Um, uh, Retirement accounts, life insurance policies, your car, your jewelry, whatever you have, this is part of your estate. So you don't want your family to get tied up into having to go through probate. Um, number two, it's expensive. Okay, probate court, even though I'm telling you that if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you, it's not free. Um, attorneys usually get involved and there's a statutory fee that they can collect when they are helping a family member 
file a probate petition. And I'm going to go through what those fees are in just a moment. And so it will give you some insight on how much those costs can be and why it's easier to spend the money now to create a plan rather than have your family go through probate. Another reason you don't want your family to go through probate is because they're not going to have access to your assets. It's going to take a long time. And in, in that time that they have to wait to get court approval, they can't access your bank accounts. They can't sell your house. And that is the last thing you want for your family because if you are the breadwinner and they depended on your income or that bank account is only in your name, the property is just in your name. I mean, they're stuck until they get that approval from court to be able to sell your asset or access bank accounts. And the final reason you don't want to go through probate is because it becomes public record. And I know how particular many clients are when it comes to their finances and what they own. I mean, even with me, there's sometimes some pushback on how much they have, where their accounts are, or family dynamics. And the last thing you want to happen is for all of that to become public record. But when you have a plan, when you create a trust, you're able to decide beforehand, before something bad happens, how your estate is going to be divided. And usually those documents are confidential and they don't get filed anywhere. So again, if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you. And trust me, you are not going to like that plan. And over the course of the last 12 years of of practicing and mostly taking about 90% of my practice is estate planning, I've seen some accidental disinheritance from individuals that didn't intend for that to happen. I've seen excessive taxes paid that didn't need to be paid. I've seen costly probate litigation. Um, I've seen businesses fall apart because there wasn't a proper plan. And I've seen misuses of inheritance. And so all of these topics that I just mentioned can be avoided with a proper plan. It is important to consult with an attorney. And let me just say this again, an attorney, not a financial advisor, your financial advisor may bring up the concept and idea of an estate plan, but they shouldn't be creating your plan for you. You should be working with an attorney. You should not be using online resources. Um, I'm a big advocate of not using online resources, not because I'm an attorney that that does this, but because I've seen the mistakes that these online resources create for clients and how it ends up costing them more rather than just working with an attorney from the beginning. So if you're tuning in and you have been putting off creating an estate plan for way too long and you want to get started today, you can give my office a call, attorney Nas Baruti at 424-465-9003, We're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to talk about how much does probate actually cost. You're listening to Talk Radio 790 KBC. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Naz Baroudi on Talk Radio 790 KABC. If you have a legal question and you'd like to ask it on the air, call us right now at 1-800-222-5222. 1-800-222-5222. 
To get more information about myself and my practice, you can visit my website, barudilaw.com, B-A-R-O-U. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. That's it was great. challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. And That's if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, yeah, it like, was, hey, it was fine. Because yes. I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. TILaw.com and to pick up a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money, A Woman's Guide to Legally Protecting Yourself, Amazon bestseller, you can visit Amazon.com and type in Love, Death, and Money. Now, before the break, we were talking about why you should create a plan because if you don't have one, the state of California does. And trust me, you are not going to like that plan. Almost 70% of Americans don't have a plan. And because of that, Uh, their families have to go through probate court. And probate is the worst place that you want to end up after losing a loved one. It is time-consuming. It is expensive. Um, You're not going to have access to that person's assets if it was just in their name. And everything becomes public record. Now, let's go through why probate court is expensive and how much you can expect to pay. Now, You can do this on your own right now if you want to. But if you just Google California probate calculator um, and and put in a number of how much your estate is worth, it will actually calculate for you how much you're going to have to pay in fees. Now, I put in a number. It's just a random number, $700,000, okay? And remember, we said this is somebody's estate. So everything that they own, bank accounts, life insurance, if there's no beneficiaries on it, uh, real estate, um, uh, bank accounts, uh, you know, uh, stock accounts, mutual funds, uh, their car, whatever they own. If if the total is $700,000, probate fees are going to be about $34,000, okay? Now, you have to ask yourself, If that situation happens, do I want my family to go through the court process and pay that big chunk to attorneys and the courts? Or would I rather just pay a fee, a small fee now and create a plan and and have some peace of mind knowing that my family doesn't have to go through probate? Now, that's a personal choice that you have to answer. I can't make that decision for you. But I would like to say that most attorneys that are in this field, they actually don't want you to create a plan. I mean, I've been on the air now for almost a decade talking about this concept, this topic. And it would actually be beneficial to me if you really thought about it, if I didn't tell you this information, but I don't want that to happen to you. That's not ethical. That's not right. That's not what I'm about and and why I share this information is because I've seen the devastating consequences with families that didn't have a plan. Like what transpired is just wild. So if we're talking about an estate worth $700,000, you're talking about um, probate fees of about $34,000, $17,000 in attorney's fees, Executor takes $17,000, and I'll explain to you how that's calculated. So for the first $100,000 of the estate, they take 4%. Um, The next $100,000, 3%. 
the next 800,000, 2%, and the next 9 million, 1%. And if it's 15 million, the next 15 million, it's it's half a percent. That's how it got calculated to $34,000. Now, it's not, these are statutory fees. Attorneys can also charge you hourly as well in addition to this, okay, with phone calls and everything else that they do that involves this process of going through probate. Just the filing fee is like $500 to file for probate. So you have to ask yourself, do you want your family to go through this or do you want to create a plan where they don't have to pay these fees? Now, before the break, I said that I have seen um, accidental disinheritance of individuals that were actually intending to leave behind X, Y, and Z to beneficiaries, and they didn't. And I'm going to explain to you what that means. So I keep saying, if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you. And in my book, Love, Death, and Money, the first part of the book, there is um, a, a chart on page 27, and it says, who is entitled to what? And when you die without a plan, there's something called interstate laws. Interstate laws mean that this person died without a plan. And because of that reason, California law is going to apply in how their estate gets divided. So I'm just going to read this chart for you and, and just pay attention to see where you fall in this category. So if someone dies with a spouse, but no children, parents, or siblings, the spouse inherits everything. Okay, great. But that doesn't mean it still doesn't go through probate. It still goes through probate. If someone dies with children, but no spouse, their children inherit everything. You may be listening and thinking, great, that's wonderful. I want my children to inherit everything. Well, what happens when your children are minors? You don't want your children to inherit, you know, thousands of dollars and a minor can't inherit everything and and be able to manage it. So that's when the probate court gets involved and you really don't have a say of how it gets distributed. When you have a plan, you're able to control from the grave and determine how things get distributed, whether that's age limits or other restrictions that you want to put in place for your children. Continuing on, if someone dies with parents, but no children, spouse or siblings, their parents inherit everything. If someone dies with a spouse and children, the spouse inherits all community property. So California is a community property state, meaning anything that you purchase during marriage or acquire during marriage, it's considered community property. It gets split 50-50. So if you, you pass away with a spouse and children, your spouse inherits all community property and one third of separate property. And your children inherit two-thirds of your separate property. Now, let's take a pause here. Why would this create an accidental disinheritance? Well, many times a husband and wife are living in a home where that home is only titled in one spouse's name, okay? And when you purchase property in California and you're married, but you're the only person that's going to be on title, you usually hold title as a married man or a married woman as sole and separate property. That's usually how it gets titled. When it gets titled like that, or if you had a property before marriage and you get married and you're living in that residence 
and something happens to you as the homeowner, the person on title, based on this, your spouse is only going to inherit one third of the property. Now, why would this be considered an accidental disinheritance? Well, sometimes spouses have bad credit. And because of that reason, only one spouse can qualify for a loan. And when that happens, they close title only in that spouse's name. And most spouses don't create plans. And based on interstate laws, you may have had the intent of giving 100% of that property to your spouse. But because you didn't create a plan and now the court can't determine what your intent was, your spouse is only going to get one third. But what happens, okay, let's say that you had a property before marriage and then you get married and that home becomes the home where you create a life together and your spouse contributes to the mortgage, but they're not on title. Again, they're only getting one third. And what happens if you had children from a previous relationship and they don't get along with your spouse? Well, they're entitled to two thirds. This is the worst thing that you can do to your significant other. You need to make sure that you create a plan. If your intent is that your spouse should inherit the property that's just in your name, that needs to be written down. You need to create a trust. It's called controlling from the grave, creating a trust where you decide beforehand how everything gets divided. Now, if you are just tuning in and you understand that it's important to create this plan and you've been putting it off for way too long, I want you to give my office a call right now, Attorney Nas Baruti at 424-465-9003. That's 424-465-9003. Or you can visit my website, barutilaw.com. Now, let's continue on. Um... If someone dies with a spouse and parents and no siblings, the spouse inherits all community property and half of separate property. Parents inherit half of the remaining separate property. Now, could you imagine having to deal with your in-laws over your deceased spouse's property? That is an uncomfortable position to put your spouse in. Some people get along with their in-laws. There's no problem. Some people don't. If someone dies with a spouse and siblings, no parents, spouse inherits all community property and half of separate property, siblings inherit half of separate property. So I hope you get the gist of this. Even though I said, if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you. This is their plan. This is it. This may not fall into the category of what you want of how your assets to be divided. That's why it is important to create a plan. You don't want your family to go through probate. If you go through probate, your family goes through probate, it's time consuming, it's expensive, there's no access to the assets and everything becomes public record and there could be an accidental disinheritance. Now, one other thing that's important with accidental disinheritance is I have seen time and time again Many individuals not properly update beneficiary forms. So what do I mean by that? They have life insurance policies and these life insurance policies have an X still on them and they were not updated. And they got remarried 
and they didn't take their ex-spouse off of the policy as a beneficiary and they passed away and the ex-spouse inherited everything. You cannot go and say, I'm sorry, my husband forgot to update his beneficiary forms. A financial institution is not going to get involved in that. They have to go with whatever is on the beneficiary form. Okay? So again, it is so important to have these end-of-life conversations to create plans to make sure that it's based on what you want. You are controlling from the grave. You are determining how your estate is supposed to be divided, who's supposed to inherit, who's supposed to manage. And a little later on in the program, I'm going to go over some horror stories with you of individuals who thought, you know, I'm doing the right thing and how it ended up just being a disaster for the loved ones that they left behind. So again, it's important before something bad happens to you that you create a plan today. Because if something bad happens at that point, I can't create a plan for you. The timing is everything. If you want to get a plan today, I want you to give my office a call, attorney Nas Baruti at 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003. You're listening to Talk Radio 790 KBC. And when we come back from the break, if you are a business owner, I'm going to let you know how you can plan for the future through succession planning. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790 KABC. If you have a legal question and you'd like to ask it on the air, call the station right now at 1-800-222-5222. 1-800-222-5222. And to get more information about myself and my practice, you could visit barutilaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. And to pick up a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money, you can go to Amazon.com and get the paperback version or the Kindle version. I prefer the paperback because uh, you could take notes and then when you are done with it, give it to a friend or a family member that you think that can uh, really use this information. And if you don't pick up the book, make sure to tell a loved one about our program. We're on every Monday night from 7 to 8 p.m., and I hope you join us next week as well. Um, Before the break, I mentioned if you are a business owner, why it's important to do succession planning. And and this is a, a big topic that's been coming up for a lot of my clients. And um, when you don't create a plan, like I mentioned, and the state of California has one for you and they take over and your family has to go through probate court, one of the areas that I see families struggle is if they have a small business. And without a proper plan, without a proper succession plan, um, this small business can essentially collapse. And if if you've built a business and you've put in hard work and dedication, have you ever considered what happens when you pass away? And so that is what succession planning is. It's essential to every person who has their own business. And it's a way for you to protect the business your customers and potentially the future of your family if that is your bread and butter. 
succession planning may not be at the top of your to-do list. I can I can guarantee you that. Um, but it's crucial to ensure the continued success of your business and protect your customers. You have to take the time to develop a plan that reflects your values and your goals. With the right tools and resources, you can leave your business with confidence and peace of mind to individuals that will carry it on the way that you imagined it. Now, this is an important part of estate planning, and I know that many families that are listening right now, um, you expect maybe your children to take over the business. Maybe there's one child that is more confident in taking on that role um, versus another child. And so because of that reason, um, it is important to have that plan in your estate plan and not have the courts basically take over and liquidate everything because nobody can decide on who's going to take over. That's the last thing that you want. Um, so it is important if you are a business owner that you create a part of your plan and and focus it on succession planning with your business, whether that's a corporation, a limited liability company. And I can go over some key points that should be included in your succession plan. But we're going to go to some callers, Beverly and Yorba Linda. You're on the air with attorney Nas Broody on Talk Radio 790 KABC. What is your question? My question is, I have an older sister who's in her 80s mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to think about dying or getting buried or anything. She's not making any plans. She has no spouse and no children and our parents are deceased. So what what happens to her her estate then? That's a great question, Beverly. And um, a lot of callers will call me and say that, you know, I'm single. I don't have children. I'm not married. I don't know who to leave things to. And so I actually Mm -hmm. think it's more important if you are single to create a plan rather than when you have a spouse or children because you want to be very specific about the distribution. Now, if she doesn't create a plan because she's uncomfortable having this conversation, usually what Mm -hmm. will happen is uh, siblings will inherit everything. But Beverly, you would still have to go through probate to be able to access everything, you know, depending on what she has. So it makes more sense for her to save her loved ones, whether that's you. Get an inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kumal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum, wherever you listen or anybody else um, and so to make it easy for you to access her assets and maybe maybe she's passionate about a charity maybe she wants to leave it to a charity or maybe she wants to leave it to nieces and nephews or you know she wants to give a, p- a portion of it to rescue cats I don't know whatever the case may be it's it's her stuff it's her stuff and maybe so more, yeah maybe more rescue dogs <laughs> dogs yes dogs. Yeah, I'm more a dog person too, but I didn't want to discriminate against cat lovers. So um, so it's important. It is important for her to, you know, you having this conversation with her or maybe 
sending her the the podcast to the show or maybe getting a copy of Love, Death and Money. And it's a, it's it's based yes. specifically for women so she can read it and understand the importance of this is not about, you know, putting her in an uncomfortable situation and bringing up these conversations. It's more like I want you to determine now what you want before it's too late right. and somebody else gets involved. And I hope that helps and that makes sense. Yeah. Yes, and I was thinking of getting that book and giving it to her. So Yeah, thank okay. you for calling, well, Beverly. Have a good night. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Gary, you're on the line on Talk Radio 790K ABC. What is your question? Uh, hi. I, I already have a, a living trust. I'm leaving everything to my, my nephew, who's 50 years old. Um, my, I, I'm, I'm now told that he, I should get by him a special needs trust because he's collecting social security mm-hmm. and his his health insurance is through his wife's plan. He says, Gary, uncle Gary, if you leave me all this money, um, I'm going to lose my social security and I'll, I'll probably be taken off my wife's uh, health insurance. So do I have to create a new special needs trust? Um, him? So make let- an addendum, an addendum. Um, No, special needs trusts are very specific. So if he's getting any government assistance because he has special needs or he's, um, you know, he's he's disabled or whatever the case may be, um, that requires a special needs trust, because if that benefit is he's receiving is based on his income, based on his income or his disability and receiving that inheritance would disqualify him from that government assistance, then yes, you need to create a special needs trust, which is not just an amendment to your existing trust. So that is important to create. Or what you can do is name somebody else to manage it for him so that he's not inheriting everything. You you would have to name somebody to be the successor trustee and put very strict restrictions on how things are supposed to be paid. So that is another, yeah. I'm sorry, I I apologize. Having said that, I've named his wife as a successor trustee. Is that a problem? No, that's not a problem, but you have to look at your document and see how the distribution is supposed to be paid out. Is he supposed to get everything in a lump sum or did you put some discretion on how she's supposed to pay everything out? So that's going to be everything, the bottom line. Everything in a everything in a lump sum. Yeah. So you may want to consult with the. I don't know if an a, attorney created the original one for you, but you may want to consult with them on how you can prevent him from um, being cut off from this government assistance. Whether they recommend a special needs trust or not, that's up to the attorney. I don't work on special needs trust, but I do have a referral for you that I can I can give you if you want to call my office, Gary, after the show and leave your name and number, and um, I can call you with that contact. Oh, great. Thank you. You're welcome. And the direct line to my office is 424-465-9003, 424 465 Thank you for calling, Gary. So... That's great. I I love these questions when you call about what do I do if I'm single and I don't have children, I don't have a spouse. Well, this is the perfect time for you to create a plan and basically implement what your wishes are. And again, if you don't create a plan, the state of California has one for you and you are not going to like that plan. 
If you want to make an appointment with me, Attorney Nas Baruti, call my office right now at 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003. You're listening to Talk Radio 790 KABC. We'll be right back. Take a quick break. Welcome back to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790 KABC. If you'd like to ask a legal question on the air, you can call the station right now at 1-800-222-5222, 1-800-222-5222. To get more information about myself and my practice, you can visit barutilaw.com, B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. Um, if you can't write down this information because you're driving, you got to be careful. Um, you can go to the KBC website, click on shows, and all of our information is on there, including past shows on the iTunes program. Now, before the break, we were talking about succession planning for those of you that are business owners and how important it is to incorporate that in your estate planning documents, your revocable trust. Um, if you have a family business and you want to continue the legacy, it's important to make sure that you uh, start this planning early and you identify a successor, someone who shares your values and who you can trust to take over your business when you um, pass away. Um, And you have to create a contingency plan just in case there are unforeseen circumstances. You have to have a contingency plan in place and make sure that if you know, your child doesn't want to carry on the family business and there's somebody else in your family, another child that would love to continue um, operating the business that they can take over. And if you don't have a plan like this, the state of California can take over. And before you know it, they're liquidating everything you've worked your whole life for and they're just selling it off because they want to go through the probate process. So that's why it's important to consult with an attorney that specializes in estate planning And there are certain things that you should create in your succession plan or have written down, one of them being um, how and where customer information is stored, including bank and other account details, information concerning um, customer files, you know, it depends on what type of business you are in, Um, information regarding payment of current liabilities of the business, instructions to gain access to computer and voicemail passwords, and information detailing how the successor will be compensated. Now, most of you listening may have corporations or limited liability companies within your bylaws or operating agreement. It usually discusses how um, an is, a, a business is supposed to carry on if the, the primary owner passes away, but it's also important to incorporate that in your succession planning in your estate plan. Again, to make an appointment with me, attorney Nas Baruti, and creating a plan, you can give my office a call right now at 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003. Now, I want to talk about some horror stories of individuals who didn't properly plan and they they could have tried a little bit harder or they attempted to plan and and what the consequences were and how we can learn from it. The first story I want to talk about is the Larry King story, who Larry King, as you know, famous TV host, um, interviewed some most famous people in the world, and he died in 2021. And there was a legal battle over his estate in 2019, King had written down on by hand um, something along the lines of this is my last will and it should replace all previous writings and 100% of my estate should be divided equally amongst my children. Well, that was it. That was all he had. I mean, imagine 
someone of his stature and 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 his wealth um, just writing that and not creating any other plan. That left a lot of unanswered questions. One, who's going to administer his estate? Two, he had two children who died in 2020, a year after that writing. So what happens to their share? Uh, does it go to their living children or does it get split evenly amongst the other siblings? Number three, Larry King Jr., his son had borrowed about $250,000 from him. What happens to his share? Does that amount get deducted um, from the $250,000 that he borrowed? And the most interesting part about all of this is that during, right before he passed away, he was in the process of divorcing um, his wife, Sean King. (laughs) So she was claiming that she should be the one in charge and he would have wanted her to receive something. I highly doubt that. I, I really highly doubt that. And so now this has created a conflict between his soon-to-be ex-wife and his eldest son, and they're battling it out. When when he could have created a proper plan, not something in writing by hand on a napkin, and I'm just, I'm, I'm speculating. I don't, I'm, I'm not saying it was on a napkin, but like, don't do that to your family. Be very specific about your plan. Not having a proper plan can create conflicts like this, And if you are in a position where you have to fight it out with another family member over someone's estate that passed away and you need help with contesting legal documents or there's an estate litigation and and you need help with that, our office can also help you. As much as I love writing plans before something bad happens to my clients, There are many times where we get calls where a loved one has died and their estate goes through probate. So clients need help with probate matters or there's a litigation case. And if you need help with that, you can definitely call me, Attorney Nas Baruti at 424-465-9003. The next horror story case is John Singleton, who was a very famous Hollywood filmmaker. His estate was worth about $38 million dollars. He fell into a coma in 2019, and the first legal issue that we saw during that time was he didn't have um, an advanced health care directive or a financial power of attorney for someone to make decisions for him because he was incapacitated. So there was a battle over who was going to take over through a guardianship. So that was also a huge issue. But he had a trust that he had written in 1993, but he never updated it. And after that, he had six more children. So that creates an issue is, did he have the intent intent to not leave assets for his other children? And now it has a $38 million estate has to go through probate. I mean, why would you put your family through that? Now, the third horror story, which is, it's one of my favorite cases because it really shows the willpower Um, of someone fighting for their financial independence is Beverly Schothenstein, who had trusted and trusted her grandsons to be her financial advisors. And they were in control of essentially $80 million in assets. They exploited her. They they put the money in risky investments and she lost about $10 million. 
And so she fought for her financial freedom and she even, you know, went to authorities because of what her grandsons did. So it's really important, whoever you like pick to help you with your finances and who's going to be in a position as a fiduciary, that you trust them to make the right decisions for you. Um, we have a caller on the line, Kathy in La Habra. You have just like 30 seconds for your question um, before we're almost done with the program. You're on the air with Nas Baruti. What's your question? Thank you so much. Is there a lot of difference between um, trust companies that you have to hire? Let's say there's no heirs. Mm -hmm. And um, do they, what do you look for when you want to um, have somebody administer your state to carry out your plans if you don't? believe you have family members right so is there some tips or yeah yeah yes so uh, sometimes you can pick an attorney or a financial advisor to kind of take on that that role if you trust them enough and they usually either take a reasonable fee um, based on the value of the state like a percentage like half a percentage or one percent and so you can do that or you can go through financial institutions that have trust administration services like major financial banks um, they usually take on certain estate value. So you have to see how much your estate has to be for them to take it on. You should have some kind of relationship or trust um, as far as, you know, did you work with someone in the bank that you kind of trusted or you had a good experience with? And what is their fee structure like? They should give you a very clear fee structure on what they're going to, how they're going to administer it, how much they're going to take, um, how many other cases do they have with trust administration, what's in their portfolio, and maybe do some Google reviews to see what other people have experienced. You know, have they been in litigation with beneficiaries because they're not doing the proper administration or providing accounting? So those are the, the, the tips that I would give you when you're trying to select who to work with. I hope that helps. Thank you. You're welcome. That's a great question. You know, whoever you select to be the administrator of your estate, like the word says trustee, it should be someone that you trust. And you know what? It's a great idea to put two people together sometimes to have co-trustees. You don't have to just name one person. So there's a checks and balances. I know many of my clients um, will put their financial advisors or CPAs or another beneficiary. So that beneficiary is making decisions with this advisor. So they're not you know, um, completely cut off, but and not one person is in charge um, to make these decisions. Now, one final thing that I would like to say is that uh, many of you listening right now do have a trust, but you need to pay attention to if you have properly funded your trust. If you have real estate, you need to make sure your deeds are titled in the name of your trust. If you have bank accounts, those need to be transferred and funded into the trust. The worst thing you can do is have a trust and have it be empty. So that's another thing that you should think about when you're talking about estate planning. Ladies and gentlemen, like I've said throughout this whole show, if you do not have a plan, the state of California has one for you and you are not going to like that plan. To make an appointment with me, attorney Nas Baruti, I want you to call my office right now at 424-465-9003. 424-465-9003. And don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money. And we will be back next week, same place, same time on Talk Radio 790 KABC. 
What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's always football season, wherever you listen.